0: Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. So real estate, this business can be tough, right? It has its ups and its downs. It's got, you, you can experience just about every possible emotion that a human being can experience inside of just one real estate transaction. If you can go all the way from the very bottom, and the lows and like the world is crumbling in on you to all the way to, you know, in 24 hours it can switch and all of a sudden you got a big fact check in your hand and you're just like, wow, what happened just now? So why do we subject ourselves to that, right? <laughs> why real estate? Well, because you need it, you have to have it, right? You do need it. And And because if you get this part wrong, the statistics reveal, and I'm not inserting my opinion here. I'm taking or uh, I'm just taking the stats that are available. I'm talking cold, hard facts, just the numbers that if you don't incorporate real estate in some capacity into your financial plan, you are destined to work for 40 to 50 years, just hoping for the best. And that plan of hope, it's failing 95% of the population. That's per the Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, you've probably heard that here once or twice before. You see, 95% of today's 65-year-olds will have to take a significant hit to their standard of living once they are ready to retire. They'll have to downsize. They'll have to change zip codes. They'll have to budget. They'll have to make do with less. And, and that's if they actually get to stop working at 65 years old. You know, a recent Wall Street Journal article, uh, it was an article about 401ks. Uh, you can go to Wall Street Journal, by the way, and search 401k. Lots of articles there and recent ones, too, about the limitations at best and the failures at worst of that 401k plan. Um, any, I mean, even the people that created it are like going, oops, we made a mistake here. There's an article on that. I think it's the the creators of the 401k that lament their decisions or something like that. You'll find it. It's, it's pretty easily searchable. And uh, anyway, one particular article uh, stated that the retirement age is increasing. And realistically, for most, it's closer to 72 than it is to 62. And that's not because people are so in love with working. It's because they have very little choice, right? Because they follow the advice of um, the traditional advice to work and work and work and, you know, save and make sacrifices and put your money in these 401ks and these retirement plans and these tax deferred environments and, and just save, save, save. And most people just haven't been able to save enough. Not to mention that that whole premise of that plan was, you know, that was put together, what, 30, 40, 50 years ago, probably closer to 50. And, um, people are living longer. You have to save more. So it's it's not working. But real estate, if you get this part right, you don't have to work 40 to 50 years. You can if you want, but you don't have to. You can get the ability to retire much faster. You'll have that option to do that much faster with dedicated and disciplined focus. You know, that could be 4 to 5 years. Yeah, like like 10 times faster. 40 to 50 years working and and saving or four to five years working and streaming, streaming your money, focus on creating uh, streams of income. So, I mean, for example, Josh, Josh Miller, been working as an engineer for 10 years in corporate America. He gave one year of commitment to real estate investing. He said, I'm just going to give one year. I'm going to dive into this. And he walked away from his job in less than that year, like short, like he didn't even reach the full 12 months and walked away from his job. And it wasn't just a job. It was his career, this is what he was going to do. It's what he went to school for. It's what he invested the last decade in. And for the foreseeable future, that's where he thought he was going to be. That was the plan. And he's walked away from his career with absolutely no hit to his standard of living. And he's very close to replacing his previous job salary entirely with passive income, 100% passive income. Now, I'm not saying it's easier work. It's not easier work. It's faster. It's much faster. And it's not get rich fast. It's get rich faster faster. But it's definitely not easier. And it might even be simpler, but not easier. It still takes significant effort and focus. But what I will say, it's likely no more difficult than the work you're doing all day long right now for someone else. Yeah, I mean, it makes me think of one of the, the members in the RIA's program. This was just a recent conversation that we had had. He, had, you know, he had, had limited resources when he started, I don't know, six, eight months ago. But nonetheless, he jumped all in. He's a believer and he, and he, wanted to go after it and he had just enough resources to get in, but he was definitely working against the clock for the limited resources that he had available to him. Like he knew there was going to be a point where they ran out and then he was going to have to make a new decision, but he wanted to go for it. And I commend him for that. And I commend anybody that goes for it like that. Okay. But it doesn't always work out for everybody in the timeframe that they want, right? It's just like, it's, it's going to happen, but is it going to happen in the time that you need it to happen? So he needed to make it happen fast. So it hasn't happened for him yet. And he hasn't given up, but he but he is like looking now, I've got to go get a job. I've got to keep a roof over my head. I've got to keep the lights on. I've got to put food in my stomach. And and just sometimes that's what you have to do to support the dream. And I did that multiple times when I was building my record label. I mean, I washed dishes. I cleaned golf carts. I changed light bulbs at Saks Fifth Avenue. Yes, they have a full-time person there. That goes around and changes light bulbs because that's how often they go out. You have to change, you know, 10 to 15 light bulbs a day, but it's not just screwing in and out. It's like you've got to get these massive ladders and these massive contraptions to go in and do that. So I did that. And then I cooked Chinese food. I stuffed envelopes for temporary services and uh, temporary agencies. And I sold sound and lighting equipment. I tried a few different multi level marketing campaigns. I looked into, I almost got into selling insurance and I was going to sell cars. I mean, I was looking at all kinds of things. I I mean, I've got a lot of range in my job history as I struggled to make ends meet while I pursued my dream, that dream in the music business. And and when I think back to those jobs, I eventually made it too, by the way, and I'd probably still be doing that if it wasn't just the, you know, if people didn't change the way that they consumed music, if they didn't stop buying CDs in exchange for consuming digital downloads. Otherwise, I'd still be there. And, uh, you know, anyway, when I think back to those jobs, I remember thinking over and over and over of while I was at those jobs, how pissed off I was stuck there doing uh, during the day when when I could be doing so many of these same job tasks for myself. But instead, I'm doing them for someone else. And that's the the particular conversation I had with this client, that if you have to go get a job to keep the lights on, by all means, go do it. Uh, if you can stick it out a little bit longer, consider this. Before you go get that job, just kind of check in with yourself that you are indeed working at least eight hours a day performing your real estate activities before giving it up to go perform similar tasks eight hours a day for someone else. You got that? Check in. Check in with yourself. I mean, since you're your own boss, meaning you are the boss of you. And you're, so that means you're also, you're the boss and you're also the employee of you. You know, and kind of separate those two roles for a second. Step into your boss shoes and look at yourself in your employee shoes. Are you happy with your employee's performance? Is your employee working eight hours a day for you? Do you deserve a promotion as an employee or do you deserve to be fired? Are you about to go get a job to work harder for someone else than you are for yourself? I mean, it's really easy to slack off when you report to yourself. Not so easy when you report to someone else. So if you find yourself in a similar situation, be the boss version of yourself for a moment and hold the hold the employee version of yourself to higher standards. Hold the employee version to yourself to the same standards that your boss would hold you to if you had to go get a job. I mean, sit down with the employee version of yourself and let them know, hey, it's my way or the highway. You're the boss, right? You set the rules. If you don't hold the employee version accountable to your rules, you're going to be out of business. And it's not because the business didn't work. It's because the employee version of yourself didn't. You know, Nick over at Lighthouse Advocates, he was telling me about a, a, a conversation. He's had a blast with all, all of you, by the way, that have taken us uh, up on our offer that we made, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Um, but he's talked to a lot of podcast listeners and, and he gets a real thrill out of it. And, and he shared with me one particular conversation he had and it had a, the, the listener had a $60,000 a year job in like a second tier customer service position. And she was afraid to let go of that position for she had a lot of comfort in the guaranteed paycheck. But at the same time, she feels that there weren't many options for her within her company to grow and start making the type of money that she really wants to make. So she, she's been looking into real estate, but she's a little scared to make that leap, leaving her guaranteed paycheck. And Nick had started asking her questions about you know, what she was doing on a daily basis. And, and uh, so just kind of describe to me, what is your... Position look like. What does your day to day job look like? Like from the time you check in to the time you check out, what does that look like? And and um, she said that she handles the phones. She uh, makes outbound calls for the company, and um, she makes uh, she answers it when it rings. She diagnoses the customer's issues in her department. She proposes solutions. Um, she documents the phone call in the company's database. She follows up at a later date to make sure everything with the customer is satisfactory. And and Nick kind of just stopped right there and asked. Do you realize that you already know how to do everything in real estate that you need to know to do to turn that $60,000 a year job into a $600,000 a year job? You're already doing the exact same tasks for your boss in their customer service department that you could be doing for yourself. So, you know, how is that boss able to guarantee you a paycheck doing those tasks? but you're not able to guarantee yourself a paycheck by doing those same tasks for yourself. I mean, look at what you do on a daily basis for your boss or or the company that you work for. You probably have time on the phone every day You've got ingoing calls, you've got outgoing calls. You probably deal with challenges from customers, you deal with challenges from coworkers, you do that every day. You probably work on solving those challenges with the customers and the coworkers every day. You probably keep records, you do some data entry, you make presentations, you turn in reports, you do research, you follow up with customers and coworkers. I mean, the list is endless. You're probably doing all of the same or very similar activities at your day job as you would be doing for yourself. So why not do it for yourself? Well, there's only two reasons. There's only two reasons that you wouldn't. First, you don't believe that real estate is actually going to work for you, of which is silly. Or you don't believe that you are going to work for you, of which is, when you think about it, that's even sillier, because you're already working every day for someone else. So you know you'll work, because you work for someone else, now you just gotta work for yourself. You see, your boss believes that if you perform the right activities and if you perform those activities consistently with persistence, your activities will generate revenue for his or her company, of which will enable him or her to pay you your paycheck, your guaranteed paycheck. There's no difference other than the context of which those activities you perform. I mean, from a difficulty standpoint, there's no difference. I know you can do it because you already are doing it or you've already done it. Just perform those same activities in the context of real estate. And that $60,000 a year job can easily turn into a $600,000 a year job. And all you have to do is report to work for yourself eight to nine hours a day, five days a week, just like you're doing for your boss. And that $60,000 a year job can easily turn into that $600,000 a year job just the activities inside of real estate and working for yourself pays a lot more than doing those same activities for someone else. And, and if you'd like a list of what those activities actually look like, you can go to daily successreport.com. It's a little scorecard that we use inside of the Epic Pro Academy it has a list of all the money-making activities and you just hold yourself accountable by using that daily uh, success report daily. So daily successreport.com you grab a copy. Right? So you know, you, I'm not suggesting that you just leave your job and go do this. Don't do that. Well, if you're, if you're uh, Jack and Josh, then you would. They were at the last intensive and four months later, they quit their day job based on this principle right here. The, the day they got home from the last intensive and then the two intensives ago, essentially in January, and then they were there on stage at uh, the Indianapolis intensive sharing we four times our business. We quit our jobs the next day and we have four times our business since. So I'm not, but anyway, I'm not suggesting you do that. They wanted to. That was what for them. Maybe it is a good fit for you. Maybe you want to do that. But what I do recommend is to start off slow and, and, and embrace this that and put, hold the whole context of your real estate endeavor, your whole real estate pursuits in, uh, the, I'm already doing these activities for someone else. All I need to do is work a little bit overtime after work to just start doing them for myself. Right. So to start slowly, you're going to start slowly in your spare time. And once you get a deal or two under your belt, You can move to part-time. And then once you're doing deals consistently, you can move to full-time. Then it's going to be a lot more comfortable to take that, that full step. And to get to the next level then, to start experiencing the real estate money or the real money that real estate is capable of generating, you're going to have to put in some overtime. And then you're going to start seeing how that overtime building your income portfolio eventually is going to turn into more time for yourself, more free time ultimately leading to free time. Lots of free time. Freedom from the rat race. Becoming financially independent creates free time. So that's the progression. So starting next week, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start walking you through the how, right? We talked about the what today or kind of what it looks like. And so I'm going to start walking you through all six levels that you need to travel through, the six levels of real estate investing. I'm going to walk you through those levels and I'll help you identify where you are right now among these six levels. So you have clarity about where you're beginning. And then I'm going to go through what there is to do specifically on each level to get you to your next level and then to each subsequent level until you're standing on top of Freedom Mountain that real estate promises. Alrighty, so we're going to break it down as simply as we can and just to go from step to step to step so you can make this transition so you stop doing all these funky activities for your boss so you can get that quote-unquote guaranteed paycheck to where you start doing these funky activities for yourself so you can get that guaranteed paycheck with an extra zero at the end. Sound good? If you'd like to make that journey, keep listening. If you'd like to go fast... Go to reiace.com, and then we'll have a conversation about it and help you go fast. Alrighty. righty? So God bless. To your success, I'm Matt Theriault. the dream. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow.